Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, listeners and friends of listeners. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers. Today, we have a special episode for you during which we're going to discuss the viewpoint of our international president. Before I do that, I'd like to remind you that our email address is info at irishtalkers.com, and we would love to hear from you. Ted Melanfi, co-presenter of this episode today, has been reading the October magazine, and he wants to discuss the viewpoint in that magazine, and it's called The Gift of Character by Margaret Page. So, Ted, The Gift of Character by Margaret Page, did, did, did you think it was any good? Yeah, thank you, Paul. And this is something we used to always do on the talk show for talkers, particularly at the start of the month. We used to always talk about the viewpoint of the international president, but for some reason we dropped it in the last couple of months, but I'm delighted to say we're back on it now. And I think sometimes what can happen is that you'll see a new leader coming in and you'll have to agree with the points that that person makes. And what I love about the, this particular piece by Margaret Page, for instance, there's a big headline right in the middle of the piece, Toastmasters is an organisation of character because it is made up of people like you. And that speaks to every single member out there. I've often asked this question, do we seek out Toastmasters or does Toastmasters seek us out? And there are some lovely pieces in this piece by Margaret. And for instance, first of all, happy Toastmasters 97th year. We are only three years away from being a centenarian club, a hundred year old organization. And, you know, in this day and age, that is some achievement, particularly for a voluntary organization to reach that milestone of 100 years old. And I'm delighted and I'm going a little bit off the piece that Margaret has now. But how I like to identify with this is that the club that I am presently president of, Blarney Toastmasters, when the organization celebrates its 100th year, we in Blarney Toastmasters will be celebrating our 50th year in three years' time. So there's a lovely connection there. And what I like about the piece that Margaret has written here is, again, just at the end of it, she comes back and she invokes the four pillars of Toastmasters. So she says, we should all be asking ourselves, are we acting with integrity? Do we treat others with respect? Are my actions helping or supporting my fellow members? Am I committing to excellence today? And they're the four pillars of Toastmasters. But for any individual on the planet, to use those pillars as an exemplary of yourself, I think you won't be going far wrong. And as I mentioned, she starts our piece with happy Toastmasters 97th year. Isn't that beautiful? What a lovely way to start. She also mentions in the article, and this is something that, that I realised very early on in my Toastmasters career, she mentions that most of us, if not all of us, join Toastmasters to become 
better communicators. And it's somewhere along the line then, it's somewhere along that that story that you get involved in, that not alone do you become a more efficient and a, and a better and more effective communicator, but you also pick up all these beautiful leadership skills that you didn't realize you were signing up for. And I think that's a beautiful nugget to have in there because like every person in his own right is a leader. You're the leader in your own house. You're the leader in your own class when you go to school. Or at least you may not be the leader, but you might be the leader of, of your own gang. And, and that might only be three of you. But we're all leaders. But these are things that are brought out in you when you join Toastmasters. And it's one of the hidden gems, I think, within Toastmasters. Because eventually you wake up one morning and you say to yourself, I'm after changing as a person. I'm more tolerant. I'm easier, at least I hope, I'm easier to get along with. I can join an argument and make it an effective debate. And at the end of it, come out with the conclusion that we all hoped we could arrive at instead of losing the head like I used before I joined Toastmasters. So I think there's some beautiful pieces in that. And she, she also looks to the future and she talks in this piece about the challenges that have faced us and how we turn challenge into opportunity. Because that's what we have in front of us. We have a huge opportunity. You mentioned it earlier, Paul, about the fact that the clubs that you have joined, that you would never have joined had it not been for this pandemic. No, I'm not trying to belittle the pandemic. It has been catastrophic for individuals, for families, and for different groups of people. And we all know why. The isolation, the, the hiding away because we weren't allowed to go out not being able to visit our grandchildren or even our children. So all these things had an effect on us. But there are certain advantages that come out of such cataclysmic episodes in our lifetimes. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I was just thinking there, Ted, as you say, indeed, all sorts of things have happened. One of the things that happens in this particular article is the use of the word character. And I've John Toastmaster 2015, I haven't heard the word character used very much by any leader. Now, I may have missed it, and I'm not saying that it, I just think it's a great word, but there's, she has, she quotes Adam Grant, who I, I don't know who Adam Grant is, but she refers to your personality being what you're like all the time and your character being what you're like on your worst day. This really appealed to me in a big way. I, I, let me see if I can get the, the exact quotation. Person I'll, give, I'll give it to you here, Paul, if you wish. No, personality is how you respond on a typical day. I don't think that's controversial. Character is how you show up on your worst day. Now, I'm not having a good day today. I haven't bothered to tell anybody else about it. But I must say that uh, it appealed to me when I came across the phrase, character is how you show up on your worst day. So when the chips are down, when you're under all sorts of pressure, and when your guard isn't up, and basically it's just you doing your best in adversity, that's your character. I like that a lot because it puts a lot of value on how you can do on days when you're not at your best. 
And I liked the idea that an international leader was directly and indirectly acknowledging that everybody has days when they're not at their best. So that's the day when your character shines through. That's the thing I'll remember from the October viewpoint, Ted, of all the points that are in there. I've certainly come across your character for many years now, I have to say. And I I have to agree with you, Paul. And this is one that particular piece resonated with me. And sorry for trying to interrupt you there. I was bursting to get in to give that quotation by Adam Grant. But it's, it's something that I'm very aware of as a business person myself, that when you have people working with you, you will know before they even start to work with you, when you interview them, you know that they're competent to do the job you're taking them on for. Now, competence is one thing. But as you get to know the person more, you get to see the character. And it's something that I would always look at when I want somebody for a particular type of job or if I was putting one of my employees on a particular assignment to give some training to some organization. Not alone would I look for the competency that that person has. I would also factor in the character of that person because you can have lots of people who are competent. You can have lots of characters, but it's very hard to get the people with the competency and the character. And when you can achieve that, when you get a person who has the competence and the character, then what you have is a nugget. You have a golden nugget to work with. It's why teams are successful. We know the teams are well-trained, they're well-disciplined, but it's when you get into the character, the leaders there, that's how you get that team to gel. And that's why you can take 12 people on a Ryder Cup team and make them a successful team. Even though on paper, they may not be as competent as the other people on paper. But we don't play golf on paper, or we don't play golf on on ledgers or otherwise. We play golf on a green sword. And when we have the characters mixed with the competence, that's how we win the Ryder Cup. And that's my rant for today, Paul. And your, your, your... Spare us, spare us any reference to the Ryder Cup. Well, I wasn't referring to any specific year of the Ryder Cup, please. The whole association <laughs> of, you know, a team of underdogs. Europe were blown out of the water by the Americans, who were an infinitely better team, who performed fantastically. And now almost all of us who follow golf closely are scratching our heads and saying, oh, my God, will we ever win the Ryder Cup again? But I want to come back to character, character in adversity. And Margaret refers to, uses the term loss, really. We've had a year or more, two years, well, a year and a half anyway, of in which there have been a lot of losses. and. The character of the organization is what we can fall back on. And I think uh, it's a very easy way to say, and it's true, I think, to say that the character of Toastmasters is tied in terribly closely with its uh, four key values. You know, if you, if you meet a person who has a character, 
You're not. Is a character. Is a character. You're not likely to say, unless you're doing at a humorous speech that Tez has just reminded himself of. But no, you're you're going to say, look, not so much that they're good at doing ironing and the washing up and whatever. You say, look, they have values. Mm-hmm. They stick by. You know, they behave with respect towards everybody. That's a character even under adversity, even when they don't like the person, they treat them with respect. And that's, I think it's a great, I'm very pleased that the word character has been brought up in the month of October because some characters are born in the month of October. And uh, if I happen to have been born in the month of October, which of course I will, I'd be abusing my position of privilege if I was to tell you I was born in October, but it would be, you know, there's a connection with that word character and the bits that have gone to make you up if you were born in October. So I want to wish everyone whose birthday is coming in October a very, very good month. Well done, Paul. And that's a nice conclusion to this week's talk show for talkers. You mentioned adversity. You mentioned character. They go together because the more adversity you have in your life, the bigger the character you become. And we'll see you all again next week. And thanks to Garod for looking after the the house and for doing the marvellous work he's doing in the background. And thanks to you, Paul. And thanks to all of you, our listeners. You'll be listening and listening, I hope, again next week when you'll be hearing from us on the talk show for talkers. Bye. Here we go. Bye-bye. The talk show for talkers is published every week in sections at 4 p.m. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.